Alright, folks, coming to you live. You know the drill. If you don't, you sure as hell should by now. Sitting here, episode 38, 39. I'm kind of in between. I'm not really sure which one it is. Who really gives a shit till we get to 40? Alright, folks, hang right with us here. Time to pay the bills just to let you folks know that with the new Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, cuts and nicks are officially a thing of the past. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. If you support the Brilliantly Dumb Show, you don't only support the show, you support your ball sack. From one guy supporting his ball sack to another, order Manscaped today. Promo code Bobby Balls to get 20% off your new lawnmower today. I uh, want to jump right on into this here, Grace. Action-packed week ahead. Uh, first thing I want to discuss here that I'm going to take over here for our sports bit. I just tried the energy drink C4 for the first time. I'm not I'm not sure how many of you have ever taken this out there. It This thing... It's a pre-workout. I can't explain to you what goes through your body when you drink this thing. I'm at LA Fitness the other day. We're about to play a pickup basketball game. And the guys that I play pickup with, I always notice their energy is just nonstop. They're all over the floor. They're playing six games back to back to back. So finally, I, I see them drinking these energy drinks, and I had to ask, this big old six six guy that just dominates the paint just comes to me. He goes, "You want to play better ball?" I'm like, hey, "Yeah, I I I, I want to play better ball for sure." He goes, "Have one of these." He gives me this C4 drink. Grace, I played the best basketball I've ever played in my life. I was diving after loose balls. I'm I'm out calling timeouts to save a possession that we don't even have timeouts. It's a pickup game to eleven. You mind you mind you imagine trying to call a timeout in a pickup game in Harlem? I looked ab- <laughs> I, I looked absolutely ridiculous. And and we were so in jail because everybody's on the C four. I guess it's kinda like being out and everybody being on cocaine. You're you're just all on the same wavelength. I mean we're running plays as if we actually had an offensive playbook. I know exactly when to expect a, a flanker screen where there's backdoor screens coming, pick and rolls, pick and pops. Uh, Grace, I'm grabbing 20 boards a game since I started on C4. I I mean, this stuff, how this stuff is even legal is beyond me. And and the reason that I'm using it here for our sports bit, because I I, got to ask, I don't know, are NBA guys uh, allowed to get their hands on this? I mean, it's you could go into a CVS and pick this stuff up, but there's things coming out now in the market that you you just you wouldn't believe are there and over the counter. I mean, this stuff has you buzzing. Could you imagine if Ron Artest got his hands on this before a NBA basketball game? <laughs> Alex, am I wrong? No, you're 100% right. Dude, I've taken it. It's it's like liquid cocaine. It is. It just puts you on it. And I'm drinking it, and I'm saying, it can't be good for me. Oh, it's got to be terrible. Right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, if Ron Artest got his hands on this before a Laker game, do you know how many malice in the palaces there would be? 
how many bras would break out? How many technical? Th- you'd see some of the best basketball you've ever seen in your life, but but I'm talking. There would be elbows flying. Imagine, wasn't it? Ron Artesta got hit with the beer from the fans. In that, that was the malice in the palace. Well, okay, right. Imagine, yeah, like him jacked up on C four. Yeah, face like just a corona to the face. That guy would have been dead. <laughs> I mean, Ron, you put Ron Artesta, you put a C, put a C four and Anthony Davis. He'll go for forty five rebounds and fifty five points. I guarantee it. You can book it. And you know the thing with the C four too. It, it it has you buzzing so much to where it carries on after. So I'll play two to three pickup games. I'll go out. I'll go to the grocery store at Ralph's. Grace, I am done with my groceries checking out. I go through the self-checkout with about 50 things. I'm done faster than the lady in aisle seven who has her own cashier and the bagger. I mean, I'm in and I'm out of there. It just this stuff is on another level. Give Steph Curry a C four. His range just moved from half court to the fucking parking lot. <laughs> this, this stuff, this stuff is something. Or even like, you know, another thing that that that's big in California that I've tried and I absolutely love it is um is CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you ever have CBD oil? Oh, dude, my fiance's all about it. She's She takes CBD pills before bed, knocks her out. It is absolutely phenomenal. For those of you who don't know Alex here, Alex, believe it or not, is on the volume here of the studio. We know there's been some sound issues, so Alex is actually there to take care of that. Yeah. I can't stop it. even the CBD stuff. You you and you know they they say make sure you use it for a reason, whether it be hurt or or anything. I want to blow out my back when I go to play basketball. <laughs> just to, they got bath bombs. You go into a CBD bath. You can, you're in there for two hours. Have you heard about the CBD activewear? This oh is boy. a real thing. Oh boy. There's a company and they sell sports bras and yoga pants that has CBD like oils in the fiber. So you have CBD on your breasts? Yeah, it's supposed to be good for 40 washes, and then you can send it back, and they'll give you a discount code for the next order. Absolutely out of control. But, <laughs> you know, it just – I'm even like – there's people who are who are moving in on the block. I'm going. I'm helping them out. I got a dresser in my hands just in hope that I'll bust my back. I mean, the CBD or you – between C4 and CBD, I just don't get how some of this stuff – is over the counter. I'll never understand it, but I love it. And my LA Fitness game, Grace, is better than it's ever been. In the meantime, moving on. Hi, right, Grace. Well, uh, well, well. This one's good. This is from the New York Post. I actually read this yesterday. Uh, big ups to the Spielberg family. Steven Spielberg, notable director. Um, his daughter. I'm going to read this here from the New York Post. A little clip here. Michaela Spielberg, 23, the daughter of legendary filmmaker Steven Spielberg, 73, and his actress wife Kate Capeshaw, 66, revealed Wednesday that she is starring in her own solo porno videos. The Nashville, Tennessee resident also announced to the U.S. Sun that she hopes to score an exotic dancing gig as soon as she hustles up her state stripper's license which is reportedly quite difficult to obtain, believe it or not. Now, again, good for Michaela Spielberg. This has to have your head kind of spinning. I was trying to kind of wrap 
my head around how this talk went down at the dinner table when Steven Spielberg's daughter over a pork chop and some Brussels sprouts is, Dad, I'm actually going to be in the porn industry, okay? Which, of course, just like in Shark Tank, is a billion dollar a year market for porn. Daughter Michaela pursuing now a career in porn. And you know another thing, too? She worked her way up the ladder to where now she's actually directing it. So I guess you could say that the apple doesn't really fall that far from the tree. And and you got you to gotta wonder what Steven Spielberg is thinking about this. I mean, no pun intended, but I was blown away by this. I, I, I feel like now in, in the porn game with with the connections that Spielberg has, if he goes and helps her out, you're going to see fucking dragons coming in your porn. <laughs> you're going to see all types of animation in your porn. I mean, I, I got news for you, Grace. I don't think the porn game will ever be the same now that the Spielbergs are in it. It's going to just totally change it. Could you imagine? Think about this. And Alex, I know it's pretty ridiculous that this is what I think about. No, this is great, man. But, I love I, it. But it, it's true. You know, like, could you imagine if Steven Spielberg's daughter stole the scripts he had for all of his movies and ended up using it in her porn career? They would be the highest viewed porns of all time. Easily. You know how they do, like, the porn parodies? Yeah. If you just started doing parodies of, like, Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones and, like, yeah. all the Spielberg films, right? So think about it this way. Even like Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan, if she gets a hold of these scripts, just turned into Saving Ryan's Privates. Star Wars just turned into Star Whores. Indiana Jones is now Indiana Bones in my book. Raiders of the Lost Hits? <laughs> That'd be a good one, right? I mean, it, it, just to make that trans... I mean, I don't know. Did he do the, the, the Terminator? Uh, let's look it up. I'll look it up right I now. I mean, if he didn't, it's like, thank you for stopping by, Arnold. You are no longer the Terminator. You are yeah, now right. the Sperminator. I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm really trying to get a picture of what's running through Steven Spielberg's head at this moment. It, it, it's got to be hard to wrap your head around. Well, so Dude, on, on IMDb, Spielberg's biggest movies here, Schindler's List, E.T., Saving Private Ryan, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um... What else do we have here under what he's directed? Well, you know, another thing. Ready Player too, One. You got to think as well. Do you think he lets her borrow his equipment? <laughs> you know, honey, you know what? I'm not going to use this camera today. You go take it, the camera for your sake. Just make sure you wipe it down on the end. Last time you came back, it had some jizz on the lens. If you could just take that off, it'd be much appreciated. Have a good day now, sweetie. Go direct the way. I mean, you mean to tell me this was. Her only foot in the door to the directing, and you got to tip her cap for you tip your cap for her doing her own thing. But it's just to get this article, it's just bizarre. A lot going on at the Spielberg household right now. Moving on. Ah shit, Grace, I did it again. What did I do? Cut my nuts with another shitty razor. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. So with one guy with a set of balls to another guy with a set of balls, take care of your balls. 
Use Manscaped today, getting 20% off all Manscaped orders. When you use promo code Bobby Balls, yes, Bobby Balls gets you 20% off all Manscaped order today. Take care of your nuts today. Grace, you know another thing that just boggles my mind, and I watched the show for, for all the wrong reasons. It's such a good show. It's very entertaining, but I find myself kind of zoning out during it because I'm thinking about other circumstances. Shark Tank. Now, I... I love Shark Tank. I think it's great. But but some of the people that come up, it, it, it really makes you wonder. Like there was this couple that came up the other day. They were the Duncan family. They had like six kids. Now, Mr. Duncan, the the what they were presenting to the sharks was a heatable coffee mug so that your coffee stays heated, which I, I guess it's a good idea. You know, the product looked good and all. But I'm thinking to myself, now, Jack Duncan, the husband, was the one working on the coffee mug, okay? So it makes me think Miss Duncan's got six kids to look out for. So while Miss Duncan's taking care of the kids, what the fuck is Jack doing? How, how, how is there any source of income coming into the Duncan family? Because to start out, and then they're in the starting phase of it, they're not making any money. So Miss Duncan's out just grinding it out with the kids. Jack's making fucking coffee mugs. And, and, and you know, I'm watching the show, and this is all that I'm thinking about. And and every person that comes into the tank, they start off by telling you how big of a market there is for it. Which, when you really think about it, there's a market for anything. So this guy, Mr. Duncan, comes up and he goes, there's a million-dollar market. I think he said a billion-dollar market. And coffee mugs. I'm thinking, about the, the, there's a billion dollar market for every. There's a billion dollar market for toothpicks because enough restaurants are buying them somewhere. So when you're done with your meal, you use a toothpick. So even the toothpick is a billion dollar a year market. So I never understood that opening argument that they'll make to sell the product. But you know, another thing that I thought of: how often do you buy a new coffee mug? Like, aren't the Duncans kind of screwed in that sense, too? <laughs> it, it, I, I mean, they really, it, it's like going, it's like a vacuum. It's yeah. like, how often are you renewing your vacuum? Few and far between. You got to be so sure. Like, there's a place in L.A., Alex, called We Are Vacuums. Okay? Yeah, I'm convinced those are always fronts. It's got to be. They've got to be cleaning be. money. Right? Yeah. It's got to be. Because in order for them to stay in business... Anytime somebody needs a new vacuum, which is once every 10 years, I, I mean, I, I'm not renewing my, my vacuum often. You better be so damn sure that they're showing up to your vacuum store. And it's kind of the case with the coffee mugs and the Dunkins here. I mean, don't all coffee mugs that you have in your cabinet just come from shitty work outings? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bar mitzvahs? Yeah. It's like shit, sweetie. Our, our our lease is out on our coffee mugs. We got to go head over to the pottery barn get some new ones. It, it's just I don't know how the Duncan family is going to survive with this if they didn't get the deal. So Miss Duncan's watching the kids. Jack's in the garage making coffee mugs all day. It's like, son, I can't make your game. Trader Joe's just came out with a brand new dark roast that I can't find a way to keep hot. I'm very busy right now. This is not a good time to be in the coffee mug business. 
And then, you know, from, from the other spectrum of it, Grace, is the Sharks. So I'm watching this. You got to think the Sharks accountant got to be begging for them to not close a deal. Do you know how many things the accountant or whoever looks over their finances and, and business inquiries, whatever it may be, yeah, much they have their hands full? Kevin O'Leary right now, okay? Kevin O'Leary right now, because of Shark Tank, has a cookie business. He's in the fertilizer business, security system business. He's in the dog treat business, sweatshirts, paper airplanes. Fuck, I don't know. He's got royalties in Benny's Pancake Shop. It's a lot of things to keep track of. So it's just a bizarre show, but I, I keep finding myself watching it for all the wrong reasons. And, of course, unfortunately... The Duncans did not close the deal. So back to the drawing board there for Mr. Duncan. In the meantime, we are moving on. Well, Grace Ibrahim, call me crazy. Maybe so, but I believe it is indeed that time. Everybody's favorite segment of the show. Can we trouble you just for a little bit of a drum roll, please? It's the Ask Bob segment. Week by week. Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, I tell you fine folks, file on in your questions, submit them for the Ask Bob segment, leading off the Ask Bob segment of the show. Young gentleman by the name of Ken Bradley from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, would like to know, Bob, if you were playing in the major leagues, how would you handle playing the Astros? I, I touched on this last week, I believe it was. Screw them. I mean, what I would do is don't even, like, when you're on the field, I actually, Stephen A. Smith had a good take on it. Don't even pay them any mind. Turn your back to them if you have to. Don't shake your hands with them. Just let it be known that you can't stand them and you don't stand by what they did. What I found really intriguing, there's there's an under-over for the Astros on 83 hit-by-pitch batters. So Vegas has a line over under 83 times a batter on the on the Houston Astros being hit by a pitch. I think you got to slam the under on that. As much as people are going to want to throw at the guys, I think it's one of those things where you throw them, you send the message, and that's kind of it. Maybe a few pitchers along the way get their shots in, but that is such a high over under. And I have a theory with prop bets. I think Vegas, when they put these prop bets out, they they know that nobody wants to root for the under of these prop bets. You know, everybody wants to see over 83 batters get hit. Even with the Zion, like a Zion Williamson prop bet over under 24 and a half points, I think Vegas knows that everybody's going to mostly take the over and want to root for the over. Nobody wants to root for the under. So what I would do is just, I, I just want to try one time for one week. I'll probably lose all my money. But what I would want to do is just bet every single under on a prop bet. Like how many points will Avery Bradley score in a Laker game over under eight and a half? Just hammer every prop bet under as an experiment. See what comes out. I think you got to handle, I think you got to hammer the under in that, no doubt about it. Next question here for the Ask Bob segment, coming from Kevin Shaw, San Diego, California. 
Bob, loved your Genesis video. Why don't you do more golf tournaments? Uh, good question, Kevin. Yeah, for those who didn't see, I had put that on the Instagram. Round three, this was my third annual heckling job. I, I, I do it. The only tournament that's in California that I'm close to that I can go to is this Genesis Open video. And, you know, the the thing with heckling with golf, and I go there, and we had so much fun. I went with Nikki Chip and Putts. The golfers were getting into it. The fans are getting into it. And I've mentioned it before. When it comes to the heckling, I think there's such a fine line you got to draw on when to heckle and when not. Like when you're not – as long as you're not talking in backswings or talking on the putting green, by all means, let it rip. I think the game of golf needs it. So, yeah, I mean I, I, I want to do more tournaments without a doubt. It takes a lot out of you. You know, we were cranking down the Bud Light seltzers all day. I mean, by the time the first or second day is done, you're gassed. So we go there. We got all the content we needed. We take in some good golf. But I just think the game of golf needs a few more hecklers or two that are that are not crossing the line of being obnoxious. I think it would be the best game thing for golf. I think it's the best way to get more viewers in, more people in the stands. Golf needs heckling Kevin Shaw alright folks well that just about does it here on the brilliantly dumb show we got an action packed week ahead for you next week I head to Santa Barbara the host of the animal planet Forrest Galante big nature guy I'm going to go out we're going to be interviewing him I'm also going to be out there with the animals, so we'll have a lot of video content for you for that. You're going to want to see that because I am absolutely terrible with animals. I made it very clear. Snakes will be off limits. And then in the meantime, Tuesday. What we have dropping for you on Tuesday, something that I'm very excited about. I hope you're all excited about the interview with Robert O'Neill, the Navy SEAL who pulled the trigger on Osama bin Laden. As I had mentioned, it's an absolute roller coaster of emotions. It just, there you're going to cry, you're going to laugh. There's Throughout the entire interview, I just have goosebumps going down. We're also joined by his father in the studio as well, who's just an absolute character. So, just a lot to look forward to. Go ahead and subscribe to the Brilliantly Dumb YouTube channel ASAP. We're going to keep it rocking and rolling here, pedal to the metal, as we always do. With that being said, that's Gracie Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos. I'm Big Game Bob. We will see you next week. Take care now, folks. <laughs>